myself. Oh, I know. <laughs> well, I was trying, I don't know about you, I was trying not to cry that whole time. I'm like, oh. And I, I thought someone would come and say something, but Luke's like, that's you, babe, go for it. Okay. <laughs> I was taken in the moment. Oh, that just touch. doesn't that just bless your heart? Come on, let's give it up. The beautiful song. <laughs> the ladies who sang it and the sweet faces up here. Oh, just last night I was putting my girls to bed and I was singing the song, Jesus Loves Me. That's the most important thing that we could tell our kids, right? Amen. I'm going to scoot this one back. These might travel a little bit and that's okay. But I'll pull, that, I'll pull that one aside. Well, good morning, mothers. Happy Mother's Day. Are you blessed to be in the house today? <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Well, I am so privileged. I am so honored. I'm so humbled to get to share the word of God with you today. And I just have a word in my heart. And God's just been watering this heart, this word in my heart. And I just want to be a willing vessel I don't stand before you as a perfect mother. I don't stand before you as a mother who's figured it all out. But I stand before you as a mother loved by Jesus and who's been changed. And so I just want to share with you a word that will encourage you as a mother, strengthen you as a mother, and even beyond the mothers in the house, I believe that this is a word for everyone in the room today. Because as I share from the word of God, his word is alive, his word is active, and it can speak, and it can penetrate, and it can change us. Amen? Amen. Well, as I begin to share with you this morning, I was thinking, man, we as mothers, we sure can wear a lot of different hats. Amen? (laughs) There's a lot of different descriptions to this, this job, this role that we have, this calling that we have, and I was kind of playing around, looking around at some different job descriptions or other names for motherhood. And I want to read these to you. And some of these, I just, I just have to laugh at. So here's a list of some descriptions or the many names of moms. Household CEO, masters and PhD in patience. Boy, isn't that true? I thought I was pretty patient before having kids. How many of you, your level of patience is tested all the more when those wonderful blessings get into your life? Family law enforcer, non-TV activity coordinator. Yeah, that's a real skill. Get them entertained away from a screen. Playground medic. President of waste management. Ugh, unfortunately, right? Tantrum and meltdown negotiator. Every day, multiple times a day, right? Search and rescue small plastic pieces unit. Man, I'll tell you what, our life changed when Legos came into the house. And for some reason, the, the Lego things that my son puts together, oftentimes it's tiny gray pieces, and we have gray carpet. Oh, so many times I've gone hunting looking for those small plastic pieces. All right, for those of you that have older children, college application advisor. Well, that's a big one. I remember my mom sitting with me at the table trying to get me to finish that. Archaeologist specializing in underbed and inside closet digs. It can be a scary thing to look under your kid's bed, right? Sometimes you don't know what you're going to find. Sometimes I'm like, ooh, I'm glad I found that before it was there another couple months. All right. Another one, spiritual leader. We've got some amazing spiritual mama leaders in the house I know today. Backyard safety commissioner. Toy repair specialist. 
teenage dating expert, anger management specialist, playdate social secretary, manners expert. Man, I feel like every time we sit down to have dinner around the table, <laughs> I'm the like manners enforcer. Say excuse me. Say please. All these things. Okay. Personal shopper, fashion stylist, and consultant. I like this one. Sleep scientist. Work mostly night shifts. Yeah. <laughs> Teen angst psychoanalyst. <laughs> Toothbrushing instructor. Keeper of top secrets. The pinky swear. Personal chauffeur and expert driver. Hairstylist specializing in pigtails and wiggly clients. Birthday party planner, the list goes on, moms, doesn't it? And at the end of the day, we can say it's a joy, all of these different roles of motherhood. But if we're honest amidst it, the day-to-day, it can be overwhelming. (laughs) It can feel like we have a lot that we're juggling in the air. We can look at our to-do list at times and feel stressed. We can feel a bit overwhelmed. And all the while, I often hear as, as mothers give me advice, as I have my young children, they say, oh, Jen, it, it goes by so fast, right? Before you know it, they'll be off to college. So the challenge is to be present. Be present. I often hear that as a mother. So amidst all of these responsibilities and things that I need to do as a mom, I can't forget, oh yeah, be present. Be present. Things I've heard as a mother, time goes fast, so be present. These moments fly by, so be present. Before you know it, they'll be off to college and getting married, so be present. Slow down, take in the everyday moments, be present. But mothers, today I want to present to you a higher calling, something that is of greater value and a greater reward in your life. And that's not just to be present with your children, but to be present to his presence. That's the game changer. (laughs) That's the higher calling. And it's incredible as we are more present to his presence in our life, we have more to give to our children. Amen? I'm a better wife. I'm a better mother, I'm a better follower of Christ when I am present to the presence of God in my life. Amen? There is a book that I read years ago. I'm, I'm sure you've heard of it before. Maybe you've read it before. And it's a book called The Practice of the Presence of God. And this is a book by Brother Lawrence. And he was a friar who lived in a monastery. And when you uh, take a look at who this man was, he was labeled as inept and clumsy, and it was his job day-to-day in that monastery to wash the dishes. (laughs) He was often in the kitchen. But Brother Lawrence had this desire to practice the presence of God. He thought, I wonder if I can abide in the vine. I wonder if I can abide in the presence of God. And so he set himself out every day, even in the the mundane, even in the monotony of dishwashing and the responsibilities that maybe seem to not contribute much or have much value. He wanted to practice the presence of God. And it says in the description of this book, and as you read about it, God revealed the secrets of holiness to this simple man. 
As this man was present to the presence of God, there was something changing and happening on the inside of him. And he described practicing the presence of God like this. He said the presence of God, it's a simple attentiveness and general loving awareness of God. A silent and secret, constant connection of the soul with God. And so he would be at that sink washing those dishes, and he just wanted to always have an awareness of the presence and the spirit of God. He wanted to practice that presence. And he says, it consists of taking delight in and becoming accustomed to his divine company, speaking humbly and conversing lovingly with him all the time especially in times of temptation, suffering, weariness, and even sin. So this was a process, and this was a developed discipline by Brother Lawrence. And I myself as a mother, I have found that I have the opportunity to develop this discipline as well. As I mentioned, the title of of this message today is to be present to his presence. And so we're going to look at a passage in Luke, because I feel like this chapter in Luke, chapter 10, perfectly lays out before us an example of two women and how they responded to the presence of Jesus that was in the room. We've all heard of the story of Martha and Mary. And we're going to take a look at these two women in the book of Luke, and I'm going to read verses 38 through 42, and we're going to look at how they responded differently to the presence of God In their lives in the room that day. So let's look at Luke chapter 10, verse 38. Follow along as I read. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you're worried and upset about many things, but only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Let's pray. Father, I just thank you for your word today. Spirit of God, I just want to be a vessel for what you want to do in this place. So, Father, bring your word alive to our hearts. Father, would you anoint this time together and prepare hearts to just hear and receive what your spirit wants to say and do in this place. It's in your name. Amen. So when we look at this story in the book of Luke, let's first talk about Martha. Now, Martha often gets a bad rap. (laughs) She's seen in a negative light, but not everything that Martha is doing is wrong. It says at the beginning of this passage that I just read that Martha did something good. It said that she welcomed Jesus into her home. Mothers, do you know that we can do this? Do you ever tell the Lord, do you ever pray and talk to the Lord about, Spirit of God, I welcome you into my home? Is that a prayer that you have said, or maybe it's been a while that you've said that? We can welcome the presence of God into our homes, amen? I love to say, Jesus, come and fill my house today, fill every room. In fact, I'll walk into my kids' rooms, and as I'm helping them, you know, make their bed or putting clothes away, whatever it is, I pray, Spirit of God, fill this room, 
Spirit of God, as my babies lay down at night, would you minister to their hearts? Presence of God, fill this hallway. Presence of God, fill this kitchen. (laughs) Spirit of God, you're welcome in this place. Martha did that. She welcomed Jesus into her home. But something happened. When Jesus was in her home, Martha made the mistake of not being present to his presence. You know, you're looking at some things that I have up here. I'm just thinking about the everyday things that I do as a mother. In Martha's heart, she had Jesus in the home with her. He was there speaking. He was there ministering. But she was so distracted. And I noticed that as I go about the everyday things of motherhood, laundry that seems to never end, is there anybody else? I mean, laundry never ends, dishes never end, right? Those are those things that are just constants. As I'm going about the, the motherhood things of taking care of the family, and, you know, I work outside of the home. I know many of you do, but to some degree, we have those mundane motherhood everyday things. You know, I have a choice. I can be like Martha, where this time is, I'm just distracted, or I'm just thinking about, oh, I gotta, I can't forget to pick up Owen and turn in that permission slip for that field trip. Oh, let me get my sticky note and write that down. <laughs> sticky notes, that's like the mom's lifesaver, right? Okay. Oh, oh man, that, that situation that happened earlier this week, I just keep mulling it over in my head. Oh, man, I'm just thinking about the, our finances and, oh, you know, do we, do we need to be doing something different? Should we be saving differently? And I can find myself with this Martha mentality where I've welcomed Jesus and the Spirit of God in my home, but I'm not receiving ministry from his Spirit, amen? Mothers, I want to encourage you today that we should be present to his Spirit in our homes. And you know, I've created just a, a new pattern or a new purpose where I have a full day of mother to-do lists. I've got a full day of things that I need to do. But rather than that day just being filled with the mundane, rather than that day just being filled with, okay, I gotta mop my floors and I gotta run that air and I gotta do that, I have found such a sweet fellowship and awareness of what the Spirit of God wants to speak to my heart throughout the day. Mothers, can I, can I get an amen for any of you that you experience the ongoing fellowship, just like Brother Lawrence talked about in his book, the ongoing awareness and conversation and ministry that the Holy Spirit can have in our lives, amen? So I'll purpose my day. I won't just set out to, to do these things. I don't want to have a Martha heart where I'm just worrying about my family or distracted, but I want to lean into the Spirit of God as a mother, I want to be present to his presence throughout the day. And so what does that look like? I'll have conversations with the Lord. I'll be praying for my kids as I'm cleaning up their rooms and looking under their beds for who knows what I'm going to find out of there. I'll be praying for my family. I'll turn on that, that teaching and I'll have that going on in the background of my home. Rather than there just being emptiness in my house, I'm gonna fill it with the word of God. I'm gonna fill it with things that are gonna nourish and strengthen my soul. I'm gonna turn on that worship music and I'm gonna be singing and praising the Lord. You know, just the other day, my, my youngest, she's home with me on Fridays because she's in preschool. She only goes to school four days a week. 
and I was just cleaning the house and, and, and doing different things, and I'm just singing to the Lord and singing the song that's in my heart, Jesus, I love you, Jesus, you're so good, you're so faithful, just fellowshipping, talking with the Lord. My daughter's sitting at the table, and she's coloring in her coloring book, and I hear her, Jesus, I love you, <laughs> Jesus, you're so good. She sees her mama being present to the presence of the Lord, and that's not, that's not for me, that's the Spirit of God working in her life, too. You know, I've had the Lord speak to me in very unusual, during very unusual times. You know, just recently, I was taking the dog for a walk, and I was outside, and I just found that as I was just doing the mundane things of walking the dog, I was praying about something, and the Holy Spirit just started to counsel me. (laughs) The Holy Spirit started to order my steps, something that I was praying about. He started to make something really clear that had been foggy for a while. You know, even just the other day, I was cleaning my bathrooms. I was down on my knees, scrubbing those toilets, and I was listening to a a teaching. And this, the Spirit of God was speaking to me. The presence of God was there with me in my home, and he started instructing me and giving me insight and correcting me. (laughs) Oh, mothers, the, the everyday ministry of driving our kids to and from school, taking care of that dog, doing that laundry, taking care of those everyday, they may seem like Monday things. We can practice the presence of God. We can be present to his presence. We can be present to his spirit so that there is an ongoing conversation and connection. And Lord knows I need it. Amen. Lord knows that I need to be filled and refilled every day. Oh, what a sweet presence and, and just, it's the opportunity that it's not just when I'm in the house of God that he can speak to me. He can speak to me when I'm cleaning toilets. He can speak to me when I'm all alone in my home. He can speak to me when I'm driving my kids to and from school. Oh, mothers, can we practice and be present to the presence of God? Oh, I just want to urge you and encourage you and and stir in you a greater desire of in the mundane things, there can be this sweet ministry with the Spirit of God. Oh, it's available to every single one of us. And Martha was missing it. Jesus was speaking in the room, and she was missing it. And you know, there's different seasons of motherhood. I think about the season before we started our family, and it was just my husband and I. That was a season that we were in. I needed to be present in that season. There's different seasons of motherhood, and we need to be present in that season. You know, so many times we can think, okay, I'm starting my family. Once I have that second kid, okay, once I've got that third, that's how many kids I wanted. Okay, now we're good. Oh man, I can't wait for summer. Get these kids out of school. I just can't wait for that. Oh man, I can't wait for my kids to be older and they can drive themselves and they're more independent. Oh, I can't wait for my kids to, you know, leave the house and go to college and we can have our golden years. And mothers, we need to be present to the season that we're in. The season that you're in as a mother today, as you find yourself sitting in the room, Jesus wants to speak to you in this season. Jesus has a word and a work for your heart in this season. I was talking to my mom on the phone the other day, and I asked her if I could share this, but 
I was just talking with her, and uh, for those of you that don't know, I'm the youngest of three children. I have an older sister and an older brother. And four and a half years ago, my brother went on to be with the Lord unexpectedly. And I've watched my mom and my dad walk through the grief of losing a child. And I've watched my mom respond and open up her heart to the presence of Jesus in her life. Though there's that grief and there's that loss, I've watched her be present and respond to the work of God in her heart. And I was talking to my, my mom on the phone the other day, and I just said, Mom, thank you so much for being so present. Because <laughs> what can happen, mothers, is we get stuck in a season, or we get stuck in a past hurt, or we're, we're stuck on the future and, and think, okay, well, once this is happening, life can truly begin for me. But the season where you're at, the Spirit of God wants to minister and do a work in this season. And I believe someone needs to hear that today. And this series that Pastor has started us on is Be Free. Boy, talk about freedom to be present in this season that you're in. Not to hope for the future, not to always be looking back, but Spirit of God, what do you want to speak to me in this season of my life? And that's a word for the mothers and for everyone else in the room. Spirit of God, what do you want me to to learn? Spirit of God, what are you doing in me right now? Spirit of God, what do you want to speak to me? And I told my mom, Mom, thank you so much for being a present mother, a present grandmother. We're talking on the phone all the time. She's coming to visit her grandkids all the time. She's so present in this season. And that speaks volumes to me. As a mother and as a believer, of oh, oh Lord, no matter what comes in life, you're always working, you're always speaking, you're always ministering and help me to respond to the presence of God in my life. Amen? So though Martha welcomed Jesus into her home, he was speaking and she was missing it. Mamas, let's not miss it. <laughs> let's not miss what the Spirit of God wants to speak and do in our everyday life. You know, we often talk about Proverbs 31. That's like the ultimate goal for us as women, as mothers, right? Proverbs 31, 28 says, her children arise and call her blessed. Not stressed, (laughs) right? As I am spending time with the Lord throughout the day, enjoying the fellowship with his spirit, being present to his presence. Man, my kids can walk through the door and I'm not ragged and running on empty, but I've been filling up with the spirit of God throughout the day, amen? So my children will come in the door and they will say, wow, mom's blessed, not, whoa, stay out of the way. (laughs) Stay away from mom. Let's go ask dad, right? (laughs) Her husband also praises her. I put in here, not consoles her. My husband doesn't have to come home and, 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 and care for me, but oh Lord, let me be filling up with you. Let me be present to your presence in the home throughout the day where you're the one comforting me. You're the one counseling me. You're the one carrying me. Where yes, I can go to my husband if there's something difficult I need to talk about, whatever it might be, but oh, because of the fellowship and the connection and the ministry of the Spirit of God that I have been present to throughout the day, 
my husband can, can, can come home and say that he praises me. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Proverbs 31.25 says, she is clothed with strength and dignity. That sounds like a woman who's been in the presence of God, amen? Clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She's not worried. She's not spending her days upset and distracted. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. We can fill up with the word throughout the day. We can have that fellowship with his spirit throughout the day. Amen? Now, we can't talk about this chapter in the book of Luke without looking at Mary. Because Mary was not only present to his spirit, present to the season and the opportunity at hand, but what I like to say is that Mary was fully present. Right? That posture that she took, it says that she knelt at his feet. Mothers, I want to give you an encouragement. Make your heart hungry to lean in because if the only time that I'm present to his presence is when I'm multitasking, I'm missing out on a sweeter ministry and fellowship with my Savior. If I'm always just waking up and, you know, saying my prayers in the car and I'm, it's constantly, a, he's just another plate in the air of, of what I'm doing and being aware of. If I don't create margin, if I don't create that space like Mary did and said, all that can wait, Martha. All that stuff can wait. My Jesus is in the room. Jesus has something to say and I want to hear it. You know, God is so good to us where he can speak to us throughout the day, the busyness of the day, but there's something about just being with him, fully present. Mothers, do you create that time to be fully present at his feet? Jesus sees this heart that Mary has, and he says just three powerful things about it. He says, Mary has chosen what's better. There's a book years ago by Lisa Turkers that I read. It's called The Best Yes. There's a lot of good things that we can do, but what's the best thing? It's good to have that ongoing fellowship with the Lord. It's, it's good to have that ongoing just awareness of his presence in, in your home. That's beautiful. But what's even better is to be at his feet. <laughs> better for your soul. Better for your family. Oh, there's just a richness and a sweetness that comes when we're fully present. Spirit of God, what do you want to say to me? Everything else can wait. And you know, I find my, day, my time as a mother, some days I'll wake up and think, wow, I got this, 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 this. But I think, Lord, I'd rather get half the list done and my heart be full. And I have spent time with you. I'd rather that other stuff just be put off till tomorrow because my soul needs you. When, when Jesus looks at Mary, she's fully present. And he says these three things about her in verse 42. When he's talking to Martha, he says, Martha, Martha, you're worried and upset about many things, but only one thing is needed. Mothers, what do you need? We need the Spirit of God. We need the presence of Jesus. 
We need that time and that space to be with him like Mary was, where everything else in my home can wait. Everything can be put aside, and I just need to hear what my Savior has to say to me today, in this season, in this moment. Only one thing is needed. You know, I think about the things I need in the morning, right? I need my coffee. (laughs) I need to get the kids out the door, right? Get them out to school. What do I need? My soul needs time with my Savior. (laughs) Oh, it makes all the difference. Oh, it makes all the difference. You know, there's those mornings as a mother where it's so busy. And I mean, this is beyond motherhood. This is just everyday life. Sometimes we're just so rushed to get out the door. And do you ever just feel that difference of I didn't spend time with the Lord today and I just feel like I'm running on empty? I just feel a little bit off. I just feel like there's been some arrows that have come my way and I wish I would have filled myself up with the word and, and spent time before the Lord because, ah, stuff got at me a little bit more than it should have today. I need that time with my Savior to be present to his presence. You know, I love also what it says in verse 42. It says, only one thing was needed. It says, Mary chose what's better. Jesus knows what we need every day. And he has what we need to satisfy our souls. You know, so many times I'm hearing more and more talking with different mothers about how they experience a certain degree of loneliness. Because so much of our days and our efforts and our energy has poured into our children and our homes, where we can find that we have very little energy or anything that's left to invest into friendships and relationships. And so oftentimes mothers think, oh, if I could just you know, have, have that best friend or have more girl time or ladies night out, whatever it might be. But you know, I heard something recently that stuck with me. No matter what degree of loneliness you might be experiencing, loneliness is never cured by people. No matter how many friendships I develop or ladies nights out, I have whatever. There is a a God-shaped hole in my heart that only he can fill. Only one thing is needed. I need time with my Savior. I need to know him and be in his presence. I need his word. I need his strength. I need to be anchored in truth. I need to read his word and let it wash over me. I need time in his presence. That's what I need. Mary chose what was better. Other things are good. That's good, but this is better at his feet. He also said in verse 42, he said, Mary chose what's better and this will not be taken away from her. You know, mothers, I think about how this speaks about our identity. When we invest into our relationship with Jesus, this is an eternal relationship. This is forever. (laughs) My kids will come and go. My identity is not in my children. 
My joy is not in my children. Yes, they bring joy into my life. My, my strength, my purpose is not rooted in them. It's rooted in my Savior. This will not be taken. This does not change based off the seasons of life. Jesus <laughs> loves me. This I know. And he is with me in every season. And when I pass on from this life to the next, it's him I'm going to see face to face. That will not be taken from me. This is eternal. Oh, so mothers, to be present to his presence. No one loves you more than your Savior. Your kids love you, but oh, he loves you so much more. And I tell my kids often, mom and dad love you, but Jesus loves you even more. Because I want them to know. I want them to know how great his love is. Mothers, you are loved today by your Savior. There is an invitation to respond to his spirit and what he wants to do in you in this season. That the spirit of God goes with you from this place and he wants to minister to your heart in the everyday mundane things of motherhood. Where if we will set our hearts on him, if we will lean into what he's wanting to speak, wanting to do, oh, what an what a incredible overflow and strengthening and ministry that can happen as we're present to his presence. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. And I said it at the beginning, but it's incredible how when I'm present to his spirit, when I'm present to the season that I'm in, And when I create times of being fully present to him, the byproduct is that I'm a a better mother. (laughs) I've been in the presence of my Savior. He's he's filled me. He's strengthened me. He's ministered to me. Where I can give more (laughs) to my children because I've received from my Savior. Amen? Well, mothers, as we finish out our time here today, I want to ask Pastor Rhonda to come up because we just want to pray for you as mothers. And just like Mary went to the feet of Jesus, she had that hunger to be fully present. Mothers, I want to invite you forward to the altar. I want to invite you right now to stand to your feet and come forward, just expressing that desire of Jesus, I want to be present to your presence. I want to be present to your spirit. I want to be present in this season. And Jesus, I even just commit myself to you as a mother today. We all need to do that today, mothers. So as you're coming down the aisles, let it just be that expression of that desire of Jesus. I want to be fully present. Thank you, Jesus, for the ministry and the fellowship of what's available to me every day as a mother, and I want to lean into that. So mothers, keep coming in, make room. There's more mothers coming down the aisle. We want you to be blessed. We want to pray for anointing over you. But oh, I just pray most of all that you leave this place with a greater hunger and sensitivity and desire to lean into the presence of God. Amen? Thank you. Thank you. Pastor Ronda, will you pray for us? Father, I thank you for every one of us this morning. As we find ourselves at the altar in the house of the Lord. And Lord, as we've heard this message this morning, God, there are so many things that our soul just 
demands to need. Mm. And Father, I thank you for the revelation of the word of God this morning. Even as you spoke and referenced Mary, she has chosen the best thing. Lord, the, the answer to the cry of our needs is you. Yes, Jesus. We need you. Yes, Jesus. And Lord, I ask that you will just touch every woman in her heart and in her soul. That she will have a divine revelation of how you are more than enough. Yes, Jesus. God, you are more than enough. And I thank you for this in yes. Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, this morning we just commit ourselves to you as mothers. God, here we are standing at the altar, Lord Jesus. We thank you for calling us. We thank you for your, your mantle of anointing on each of us, Lord. Forgive us for when we've done it in our own strength. Forgive us for when we've been distracted like Martha. Forgive us for when we've been worried or upset. And Father, we just want to be present to your presence. We want to receive and, and be overflowing in our lives, God. God, minister to every mother today like only you can. And I know, Lord, that even after we leave this place, that your Holy Spirit will continue to water and work this word in our hearts for your glory, Jesus. Father, we just say that we love you today. We say that we yield our lives to you today. In your precious name, amen. Well, mothers, we just love you. We love you and we bless you. And give a, give a mom next to you, give her a hug, give her a smile.